welcome to another episode of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're Max and Nikki. On today's episode, we'll be talking about college athletes and college sports and uh, sort of the problems that we have with, uh, you know, athletes getting into colleges, high-ranking colleges, based on their athletic abilities and not uh, on their academic scores and grades and well, we'll be so talking so about forth. We'll be talking about not just the problems, but we'll also talk about the pros of that as well. The benefits. The benefits of that. Um, um, as you can tell, uh, me, Nikki, I have a, uh, I have a cold, so uh, please bear with us. Uh, hopefully, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to get too uh, loud during this in, uh, episode as I might uh, in previous episodes, but you know, anyway. All right. So let's start the topic. Any business that we want to talk about before? Oh, let's do the station business. Uh, Um, what's the station business? Um, station business for today. Um, let's see, will this show be coming out? What? Tomorrow or the next day? (laughs) 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 What is that? Anyway, no, it's just because my response was like that sniff, you know. Oh, I wasn't laughing at that. What were you laughing at? I mean, tomorrow or next day, it's like, what does that mean for people who are I listening mean, to the podcast? it doesn't matter anyway, you know. Well, in any event, if it comes out in time, this Saturday, May... I think it'll become a... Oh, oh sorry. 13, 14, 20th. 15th. Oh, May 20th. Today's the Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at my calendar incorrectly. On May 20th, at 10 p.m., we'll be performing a, a set on a show called Last Call. What is it? EST, uh, Ensemble Studio Theater Last Call, EST Last Call. It's uh, like a variety show. Sort of us. a variety show. We'll be doing a 8 to 10 minute set. Uh, uh, some music, music and, and a little comedy. bit of comedy. And, and it should be a fun one. Um, so come on out to that. Just look it up online or Facebook, EST Last Call in New York, New York. Mm-hmm. Manhattan, that is. Manhattan, that is. Anyway, uh, let's get down to business. Okay. Um, so, college football. So, you, you're talking about perspective, perspective students for college. Is that what you're talking about? Well, and we'll talk about also while they're in college as well. Yeah, I just think that ultimately I have a big problem with colleges recruiting athletes from high school who don't have high academic scores in testing or in their grades, but, and they, they might, but they excel get, in they, their they ex- sport sport and they get accepted into these high ranking institutions that I think should be, uh, I, and I not, this is not to say they don't work hard at their sports, but you know, these, these institutions are high-ranking because of their academics, not because of their sports, you know? So I, I think if, if an institution, if an, a university or college is high-ranking purely because of their academic backgrounds or their, the, the academics that they provide, then I think that we should be only accepting people who thrive and excel in those kinds of areas, you know? Well, here's the counter-argument to that. Well, let me just bring up an example before you do that. Okay. There was this guy, Max, you know, uh, 
he went he went to our high school in in Los Angeles, and he was like he was a, he was a tall guy. He played basketball, but he only played like the bench in high school in, on the varsity he, team. I think he played the bench. You like, don't say that's not the term. Yeah, I think that's the term. I don't think that's the term. Well, he was he he was on the bench a lot. And, he was. Uh, I believe so. I don't believe that. Well, better believe it. I don't think you're right. Um, anyway, the point is, he got accepted into UC Berkeley, which is where we went to high. Where we went to college. Well, I went to high school there. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we went to university there uh, at the University of California, Berkeley, and we Max and I tried. We we spent hours on end of hard, arduous work, homework. You know, we did well on our you know, tests and we, we were very good in school. We got great grades, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, not to my own horn, but I was number four in, in my graduating class. Max okay. was, you know, whatever, okay. number or whatever. I don't know. Well, I'm not going to even say, I don't think we should even, why are you well, mentioning I mean, the that? point is that we tried really hard and, you know, we did get accepted into UC Berkeley, but because we tried really hard. Um, so this guy, this basketball player he also got accepted in UC Berkeley because he was recruited by the basketball team and he didn't actually do he didn't even play that much basketball I think in Berkeley and reason being Max whoa, whoa, whoa. Max you ran into him right yeah he said the the reason he wasn't getting to play that much was because his grades were not up to standard up to par in order for you to be eligible to continue to play, I believe, in uh, a college sports athletic team, you have to meet a certain grade point average. I mean, that's the whole point of a higher learning as an institution is so that you you continue to maintain. Uh, if you're recruited, the whole point is, you know, you're supposed to be want to be there for study ultimately and... So that, I think that's the policy of the school. So he couldn't, he wasn't able to keep up because it was very tough for him. Um, so possibly this, because this he wasn't that, mentally prepared. He didn't for, put in enough uh, academic work in high school to mentally prepare himself for the level at which... Well, even physically Berkeley, too, and physically the, too. Well, the level at which UC Berkeley well, would be... Mentally. Would be, um, during high school, he didn't prepare himself for the academic level at which he would need to be studying uh, in college. And so... And and just... And not just studying, but also uh, in terms of critical analysis as well, I suppose. Although I feel like you really... I mean, you delve into that in high school, but you really delve into it in college. But I think it was just, you know, all around kind of a thing. Well, I guess it really depends on the subject, right? Critical analysis. I suppose. Right? I suppose. If you're the math and sciences, I mean... Uh, I guess it what could do you mean the little... science as well? well sure, know, that yeah, depends I on guess, what you mean. You know? But I suppose math, you do have to think outside the box, though, nevertheless. Sure. You know? yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, um, but so my point is, like, this is a prime example of somebody who was recruited by college to play on his sport, but he couldn't perform academically at the level that the institution demanded. And so, you know, I think these universities when they're recruiting these athletes they should pay better mind to how well this person is going to perform in in their institution right and now that, i mean that brings up the whole idea of like 
you know, sometimes these professors, they, they might get bribed into, you know, passing uh, these athletes. So, well, they might get bribed or they might, here's the thing. Okay. The idea behind recruiting athletes, it's strongly tied with business, really, I think, you know, um, Basically, when you get, oh, dear Lord, Nikki is a sneezer right now. <coughs> and that was me Sorry just coughing, that. actually. Oh, boy, Jesus. Um, this is what we call speak, the, sick, the sick episode. Oh, well, speaking of which, oh man, earlier today, my, my sneezing was off the Richter scale as... Allergies that are, I don't know, allergies are all-time high here in New York allergies City. Allergies are all-time high for some everybody, reason. Everybody in the city's got allergies right, right. and I don't really get allergies too bad, but right now I'm just getting some crazy allergies. And, and right now, I've got like a mix of, I've got a mix of allergies and a cold, and so it's Well, like, Nikki's got a situation going on, and that's kind of not a good situation, you know? Um, but in any event... So wait, Max. There was a guy that you ran into, right? Fifty some odd, fifty some odd years. He's never had allergies until now. Oh, okay, okay. If you want to talk about that, oh, well, I just I went to Walgreens that. and I was sneezing so much, I just had to go. I wasn't even planning on getting tissue there. I was getting Nikki some crackers, and I just was like, I need some tissue. So I went and got a box of tissue and opened it then and there when I just grabbed it because I just was sneezing so much, and. And they weren't dry sneezes. They had some, some, it was wet, you know? Uh, and so I got in line, I bought the box. I told the guy, sorry, I had to open this. You know, I was sneezing a lot. And he's like, hey, man, I understand. I've been going through this myself. And I haven't had allergies in 53 years that I've been living until recently. I started sneezing and coughing a lot. And I was like, Something's well, in the air right now, and it's not love. Um... Okay, that's it's pollen. Not a funny joke, but okay. Anyway, um, in any event, um, so back to our discussion. Uh, it's a business, you know. Um, basically, when they recruit players, they're hoping that those players will do well for their teams, and that means when their teams do well, people will buy tickets to come to the games more. And it makes money for the university. And it makes money for the university. But there's, it's not just that. If well, the hold team on. does well, then it looks good for the university to get uh, more funding from maybe private donors or something like that, I think. You know? uh, what? Which is a whole other topic. Is that That's, a thing? I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know about I, that. I don't but, know, but well, any that's a whole they, other thing is like, are these public institutions... Oh, are they really are they private? Really public, public or, or are they, are they, private? Are they I mean, mainly U, private? You know, UC and, Berkeley right now, or actually the UC system. I mean, last time I checked, it was like twelve and a half percent of their funding. Only only twelve only twelve and a half percent came from the government of California, and the rest was from donation donors from, of other places. You know, um, which is so. Is it really public or is it private at that point? You know, I mean, which is you know, which has led to increase in tuition and so on increase and so in forth. Increase in tuition, I'm, it's still not, as far as in-state people go, it's still not as bad as a normal private school. I mean, certainly not NYU standards as far as paying. I mean, that stuff is really expensive. Um, right. Anyway, uh, so it is a business. So they get more money for the university, which means more funding for research and for academics. So it does have a good 
I mean, that can be good for the university yeah, too, and the academics. That, the and they can also a, pay for. They also can pay pay for better professors too. Yeah, but that's at the cost of some ethical sort of, uh, you know, de, you know. Is uh, it an ethical situation? thing? I mean, think about an, it. It's 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 an unethical unethical thing because in a, in a sense you're doing something bad to do something good. I don't like that idea. You know. Well, I mean, unfortunately, that is how a lot of places remain com- competitive. I mean, I don't know how. Well, that's not always true, I suppose. I mean, there are certain places that don't really have excel that much in academics. I, will I mean, say in, this. in athletics, and yet they're very strong in academics. I will say but this: there, there was a guy. Hold on, let me just say, University of California, Berkeley, being a public institution, they don't have their endowment is not as large as a private school. Like, and because their tuition's not as big, they're not. They have to get the money from somewhere. You know, um, a lot of private institutions like you know, Columbia or Stanford Yale or, or, Yale or Harvard or NYU. Um, and I don't know of NYU being known for any sports team, right? But right. They, their tuition is, I think, one of the highest in the country. And so, and their endowment, you know, they get, a, I think, a lot of private donors too. I guess so when you... It's he- private school. And so they, they don't need, I suppose, money from any other place, you know? Right. So... Uh, I mean, that's true, I guess. I just, you know, and this is not to say I don't like sports because I actually love sports. I I, I mainly watch uh, basketball, uh, hockey, tennis, and baseball. But um, <laughs> I mainly watch basketball, hockey, well, tennis, I, I, soccer, I, I, no, golf. I, well, no, but I, that's the thing. Just is football. Kidding. Football I'm not really that into. Well, but I will say, though, uh, we were t- you know, talking about college athletics I mean, going to those, I went to quite a few of the UC, oh, Nick, Nicky's blowing his nose again, and it's so gross. Um, oh, boy, Alberto. He's got a bag and some tissue and a mug of water right next to him, and it's just like, oy, oy, oy. Um, but anyway, uh, Nicky, are we in it now? What's the deal? What's going on? Okay. So... Uh, Going to, I went to quite a few of the football games in at UC Berkeley, and boy, they are fun. I gotta say, they're really, really fun to go to, especially sitting in the student section. Um, so I guess you could it argue really, that it, you can argue that it's also providing morale for I the students. I was just gonna say the same. You know, thing. it's giving them something makes them more prideful of their. It uh, makes them proud about their school, and one they want to do well at their school because they feel proud about their school. Proud is the you right know, word, I mean, not prideful. Proud and makes them proud of the school. And, uh, you know, it just, you want to build morale for your school too, because it's just, it, it, you know, it's part of, it's student life. That's what it, it's about. And you want people, when you're, when you're trying to get applicants from around the country to apply to your school, just who are, excel in academics, you want them to apply to your school because part, part of it is the student life. You want to, they want to see, hey, am I going to act, I know the academics are great, but am I going to have fun at this place? I will say and this, And that's part though. of it. Not all athletes, by the way, are, you know, incapable of learning. No, at, at a lot of them, in fact, are, are a lot know, of them actually, in fact, hold on, let me say, a lot of them, in fact. I was the one who started this. Okay, just one, right before you start it, though, a lot of them, in fact, they do well at athletics knowing that full, they're fully aware that they actually are using that to springboard their academic careers, actually. Sure. So in other words, they're going, they know that they, they're going to, May, they might not just excel in athletics, but they might excel in academics as well. 
but the athletics might help them get into a school of their choice. And then from that point on, they'll play, but they're really in college for academics at that point. It's like that episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's like that episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, exactly. We won't describe it, but if you know what we're talking about, then you, yeah. Good for you. Exactly, exactly. Um, But no, there was this, my freshman year, I lived in a house and there was this guy, he was a sophomore, he was on the crew team. And I think, uh, you know, he was a tall guy, um, Crew. That's cool, something we did not build. did not have that at our high school. And I mean, he, I think he got maybe got partially why he got in UC Berkeley was he got recruited to be on the crew team. But he excelled greatly in in his academic life so much so that actually, all he didn't really have much of a social life. He just did crew. He had to wake up early for a crew lot. And, he, a lot uh, of a, a lot of just, athletic. Wait, come on, let me finish. Wait, just just to piggyback and off he that. Just, he a did, lot wait, of let ath- me just let me just on. finish. No, Max, I start. Okay, let me just. I'm almost done. He did well in both crew and did in, but he would always either be doing crew or studying. Like I, you know, just never saw him do anything else. Anyway, go on. Um, right. So, and that's the thing. A lot of the athletes, and a lot of athletes that I knew actually at, you know, at UC Berkeley, did not have. A life outside of academics or their sport that they played. I mean, it's tough. Which is actually a shame because another part of college is this social life that you you interact with in, in college. I mean, right. you know, a great thing about going to UC Berkeley was we were provided an opportunity to be involved in so many different kinds of extracurricular activities, like uh, being a part of the radio station or... Um, or, or theater, 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 a lot of, uh, there's theater a lot groups, of student you know? theater groups that... Theater uh, for Charity, which was, was a group that we belonged really to. really fun, you know, and made a lot of friends at, at both these uh, places. You know, and it's just, uh, I mean, hey, you do what you got to do, you know, to succeed in life, you know. So, you know, I'm not knocking that, but I do think a big part of college is the social life aspect of it, um, in addition to all the academic stuff. Sure, 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 sure. Um, because it's also, you know, college really is a th- thing. Oh, boy. Jeez, Louise. Nikki just sneezed again. Adios. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, uh, yeah, you know, college is, uh, well, as far as the academics go, for me personally, I felt that a big part of it was you really learn to think critically um, and you, you carry that kind of thinking over into the real world, actually. And, and it makes you... I think I'm sneezing a lot right now because I think my acetaminophen is running, running out. I mean, like... Nikki, the, this the is not, that's not that interesting. Which, uh, for those of you at home who don't know what acetaminophen is... Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh my it is God. basically the generic term for Tylenol. Would you say Tylenol? Tylenol. Tylenol. Is it Tylenol or is it Tylenol? Oh my God! What are you crazy? It's Tylenol. What are you talking about? Oh my God! I can't believe that. Uh, wait, right, Tylenol, Tylenol. Right. No, I knew that. I knew that. I knew it. Um, anyway, so uh, right. So you learn. You learn to think critically, and then also, in addition, uh, it's you meet a lot of people. I mean, it is the student life because it's it's like no other place. Um, you know, it's this oh mid, it's gosh, like, you're not God. quite an adult yet, but you kind of have these learning responsibilities of taking care of yourself, but you're not in the real world yet. And it's kind of like, 
well, it's time that you can kind of have fun at that time, well, it's, too. It's, you know? I don't know. It's the kind of time where you learn to be an adult, but you don't have to quite be an adult yet. Right. You learn to be an adult, but you don't have to be an adult yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, what else did you want to have to say about this? So we talked about the pro, the cons. Yeah, I mean, I guess... I mean, just to also say about the con of like, you know, you're, you're kind of cheating that student. So like that one student that I had ran into and he was on the bench cause he couldn't, uh, for one, he may not meet expectations of the, of him being as great of an athlete as they thought. And he's also struggling with his academics. And so you're not only cheating yourself, you're cheating that, that student actually. And it, it's terrible. It's, it's too bad. You know, it's very, very true. Um, and I think a lot of places, a lot of universities don't consider those things, you but, know, you know, uh, that yeah. actually might not even be just the case with, um, athletics. Although, uh, you know, it, at, at our, at our high school, it wasn't the greatest high school, but there were some good teachers there. And so you kind of made your own educational career and at our high school, you know, what? educational it, career. What? Sure. That's, that's a thing, right? You you could you you could make your education what you wanted it to be you know um, but you had to be proactive about it you know um, because Whoa, I yeah, can I, I, I just want to say I remember I when like I that's was, how college is too when actually. we used to be substitute teachers I used to substitute teach in 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 Oakland in Emeryville California and I remember talking to this one teacher's aide before about how her friend's daughter had gotten into UC Berkeley. Um, because she had really good grades and and scores in her high school in uh, somewhere in Oakland, but the level at which that whole high school was performing at, uh, or sorry, at which that level the at which that high school was performing wasn't up to standards with maybe the greater part of higher learning uh, high school expectations. expectations in in the country, and so. When she got to Berkeley, she had a really, really hard time with it, and so much so that she ended up kind of dropping out and going to community college first to mentally prepare herself for uh, for a university, you know, four year university, because the high school she got had gone to, even though she got good grades, didn't prepare her for that. So that's, I mean, that's I know we're veering off topic here, but it's a, uh, you know. Whatever, whatever. It's not you know. just. I think Nikki, the point you're trying to make is, it's not just athletes that uh, uh, we should be concerned about as far as performing academically. It's also the students that who perform well academically in their high school, but uh, perhaps you know that's a that's a greater problem, though. I think in just uh, just you know uh, you know how you know, the expectations we play. And I think that's part of the reason for standardized testing is we need to see if, although people don't test well, that's a whole nother question. I mean, I know personally, oh, I take a long time. It takes me a long time to read these passages. You know, I just, uh, I like to take time. I like to really absorb. I like everything. to absorb everything. Yeah. And people, you know, when they speed read, I get the point of that, but I feel like they're getting the, bigger picture of things that are not absorbing every detail. Right. Some, some people, some people in the world are big picture thinkers and some people focus on the details. And I think I'm one of those people that focus on the details. details. Um, 
I mean, well, sometimes you know, I look at the big picture, but I definitely, I mean, sometimes I overly look at the well, details. Well, that's like a thing when people... They say uh, the, they God, is in they the de- God is in the details is what they say, or the devil's in the details. But I think in this particular place, we would say the God God is in the details. I think the devil is, is this, in the... It's de- not a religious thing. No, but I think... Max is saying. I think the devil, in the, de- the devil is in the details comes from the phrase God is in the details. I think that's how it works, right? Well, you know, when people... Um, you know, I, Max, think it's, Max I think that's the phrase, right? Is it God is in the details? I don't, I don't know. Um, but I thought it was devil is in the details. No, that is the n- more commonly known one, but it comes from... All right, well, who cares? I, mean, I think it's part. God is in the details. Well, anyway, when people look at me and Max and think, because we're twins, and they think we look exactly alike, I think, okay, these guys don't pay attention to detail. They look at the big picture, you know? Um, but when people th- question whether or not we're twins, they don't know at first when they, um, even ask, Oh, are you guys brothers? Then I'm like, Oh, these people really notice the details sort of, but I mean, clearly we bro- we're brothers though. I mean, well, that's sure, a little bit of a ridiculous thing. Maybe they're not even paying attention at all. Well, but you know, sometimes people are like, Oh, you must be fraternal though. Right. And we're like, yeah, you know, this person must be a detail-oriented kind of person. You know? Sure, sure. Although and somebody who is even more detail-oriented, who didn't think we were twins, might think, oh, these guys are twins, but they're fraternal. Now, that, that would be a would be real, real detail-oriented detail person who's also maybe big picture I as well. I actually think big picture people are sort of ignorant, actually, in a way. Well, not necessarily so. Um, I think someone who focuses on the big picture can very easily weed out, you know, the BS sometimes and is able to get down to the nitty, the, actually the, what it matters is more important. You know, I think that's those people maybe less organized in life. No, they could be very more organized actually, you know, people who focus on the details. Like for me, sometimes I get a little too, too detail oriented that I folk, I forget about the big, big picture. You know what I mean? So you starring Kevin Bacon and Michael McKeon, right? Well, is Mike, Michael McKean's not a starring. It's mainly just Kevin Bacon's the star. Oh, Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. And, and um, um, the guy from the, guy the, from head, of the class. head of the class. And he, Martin Short also. March, well, he has a cameo. He's so oh, funny. Oh, but he's in so that. funny in it. Directed by Christopher Guest, actually. His first well, did dra- he direct his, that movie? I didn't even know that. directorial debut. Actually. It's a very good movie. Very funny. Well, yeah. Why do you think you might Michael McKean and Martin Short are in it? You know? I didn't know that. I didn't know he directed that. Yeah, he did. Uh, the Big Picture. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, it's very funny. Uh, it's kind of a, you know, sort of a, a satire of the Hollywood system. The Hollywood, you know. Filmmaking system. What's the word? The Hollywood uh, Shuffle? No, no. The That's Holly- another movie. Hollywood, the Ho- Hollywood Shuffle. It's a good movie. Hollywood. Too. Uh, ah, forget. I don't know. I can't, I can't remember the name. I don't know. Now we're really rambling here, but um, I guess maybe these issues are important. Maybe we should do an episode about being twins. Actually, uh, I reconcile. I reconcile. Anyway, do we got anything else to say about? I don't suppose and, so. I don't and suppose college so. athletes. I mean. I'm sure there is a lot more perspectives on this that we're not covering. Well, yeah, I know um, Nikki was alluding to a bribing thing, which may or may not happen. I mean, it could. In Beverly Hills 90210. Beverly Hills 90210, it did. So yeah. that's how we think maybe it could be a thing. I mean, you know, these, it's not even that they're bribed, is, you know, sometimes these professors do have a stake in the university. They want their university to do well. And so they'll, yeah, I mean, they'll be kind of. 
pushed up against the wall to sort of pass a st- uh, an athlete, a student athlete that is not actually performing up to standard. Well, and that's the thing. Here's another thing. I, I know that sometimes, you know, you're required to take certain breadth courses in, you know, at least at our university we did. And somebody might choose a really easy class to fulfill their requirement or what's considered maybe an easy class. Um, I, I know one friend of mine took like some geography class or something like that, which can be very interesting. Um, but that particular particular one, I think, happened to be a pretty easy one. And he said, I, I mean, take this with a grain of salt because I think this is what happened. But I think he said that a lot of the students in the class were athletes. And that's how they might actually be able to meet the... Um, yeah, the, the academic requirement. So they may low, they might yeah. be able to meet the academic requirement because it was so easy of a class to get an A in. Actually, right. Yeah. So that could that's another problem as well. So they're not they might actually just be, you know, just well they're really just using maybe college as you know, a springboard for a professional career and that's often in, the case in, actually in sports. Um, um, which, in my opinion, it's like okay then. I don't really quite see the point of them going to college, I guess. It's just a weird thing. Well, because sometimes they need to know maybe just how they're going to perform them. at a certain level, you know. I it's guess like college, you know, for example, college basketball is very different from professional basketball. Which is also diff- very different from high school. Yeah, exactly. As but, well. um, you know, anyway, um, I did want to say this, like, sometimes you'll get students who you know, are in your classes and you think, oh, how did this person even get into this school? Like, they just don't seem capable enough for to, to be at this institution. I'll give you an example. I was in this uh, comparative literature class. Granted, it was a, a breadth requirement, as we called it. Um, breadth. Breadth. Um, no, I'm just repeating. No, I know. But, um, and... By the way, I majored in comparative literature, by the way. By the way, I majored um, in comparative literature. Uh-huh. My name is Nikki. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I remember we had a grade, we had to like read each other, proofread each other's essays at one point. And I was reading somebody's essay before and I just thought to myself, wow, this is so poorly written. It just like, this is like middle school level writing at best. And I thought to myself, how did this person get into college? They better be good at math and science or they got in on an athletic scholarship or something like that. Um, and in that case, well, I thought it could to myself, be that or something uh, else. I yeah. thought, wow, this person is in the same class as I am. Uh, do I have to say am? I don't know. I think I could just cut off. I, I. It's the same class as I? That sounds real weird. As the cl- same class as I am in. And uh, I just thought, okay, we're both students here. And, you know, is this guy getting the most out of this class? You know, that's what I was trying to say before to you. College, just like, as you said, high school is you make it your own and you decide whether or not uh, how much you get out of it is up to you, actually. And even though that was a breadth requirement for me, I got a lot out of that class. In fact, it was shortly after that that I declared myself a comparative literature major because originally I wanted to major in theater and then major in music, and those ended up both being minors. Anyway, and by the way, what is this, a biography just, about Nikki? But by the way, um, 
it's not just athletics, by the way. There are certain schools that will recruit people based on their musicianship or something. I knew a guy that was recruited by UC Berkeley because he was an excellent piano player. And what did he do when he got there? He decided not to do piano anymore. Actually. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you know what? That's okay. You but know? that's okay. Because so you, in, that, in college, in a sense, you discover who you want to be. You discover who you, you want to be. But I will say the guy, he might have been smart. He just didn't seem very. <laughs> I know this is terrible. I'm judging a book by its cover, but not really because I talked with him many times. I will say this. And he was kind of. I mean, he wasn't. He Some people you run into in college, they seem very dumb, but, but they're probably they're actually really smart. smart. They just. There's a certain bro aspect about them that's that a, is that's like true. makes them seem more stupid, but in, in actuality, they're they're pretty intelligent. You know? um, yeah, and actually, I did have a friend in high school that he kind of, if you met him at first and you talked with him, you'd probably think he was kind of dumb in a way, just because the way he talked, but he was actually a really smart guy. I mean, he was very, very smart. Um, anyway, uh, I just want to say Anyway, that. what's the final word, Max? I guess the final word is, um, you know, as far as athletics go in college, I think, you know, we just we hope that more we is considered more than just their athletic uh, abilities. abilities is considered when accepting when these, recruiting when these recruiting people. these athletes to their to higher institutions right, especially these good these really top notch ones like UC Berkeley or um, or, or any other or one or anyone you know i think the reason we have to consider is that not just for your sake uh, the people at the higher the level the higher level thinking institution um but also consider that students... <laughs> higher level thinking. <laughs> yeah, higher level thinking That's an inside joke, by the way. Um, uh, but also you have to consider that student's life, you know? What, what will become of that student if they go to that college? You know, it's just not being... You just have to be considerate, you know, is really what it comes down to. And think about and the, you know, the, students, I, I understand. the other students who tried really hard. Well, like, yeah, but that's you not... Because we also played sports in high school. We were on the tennis team. I mean, we did... Sure. We did multiple things, you know, we did a lot of extracurricular okay, Nikki, this activities. this isn't like you know? toot the horn hour. Of no, I'm just the saying like, kids. that's what somebody should be required, that should be required of somebody who wants to you know, get but into a, a college If they're like really that, good, know? like I understand from a business, you know, perspective, the reason they want to recruit somebody. I mean, that just, I'm, it makes sense. And you know, it's just like everything, I guess the final word is, Nikki, just like anything else we discuss on this podcast, and we just hoped we can um, imbue this into other people's minds. The world is full of gray and it's not black and white. Just like Max's hair or mine. Well, it's actually, if you really wanted to get into that, then it's not actually gray. There's just some white. There is actually black and white. <laughs> well, I guess it is. Well, well oh, and suppose, some gold, actually, and some gold. Like, well, that's kind of a gray, transitionary. Isn't gray just a mixture of black and white, I guess? Nikki, but okay, you get my point, though. I do. You get my point. The world isn't black and white on any de- topic, you know, that in the real world, you know. There's really no absolutes. And that's something I think we really got to think about. Especially nowadays in the political Especially atmosphere. Especially the political, yeah. Political and social atmosphere that we live in atmosphere? today. Atmosphere? Uh, that's not correct. Why? Political atmosphere? That's not right. Why not? It's just the political sphere. Well, but it's the atmosphere that we're living in. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... but yeah, yeah, yes, when, it is. When, 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 when approaching politics, everything, or just any social issues, 
things are gray, you know? Not everything... It's no, not no. An, a right no. or wrong thing. It's You're talking about the political sphere, but I'm talking about the, the way the atmosphere that we live in is, you know? I mean, it's kind of this sort of... You know, we, we think about these things in a very polarizing manner, you know? Well, yeah, like, you know... Like, not just political, but social issues, which... Which got mangled up with politics somehow, you know. That's a social that's, and political. That you got know, social. Up. Yeah, that's a very interesting thing that is very uh, problematic, especially now too. That our mixture of social, you know, concerns with polit- politics, and that that's troubling too. You know, although sometimes it's not, but it is troubling in the grander scheme of things. That 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 is troubling is also a gray area. But okay. anyway, yeah, sort of like you kind of just blew my mind. <laughs> I'm about to blow my nose. Oh, boy. Sorry for the gross out episode that this was, guys. I mean, I just I had to sneeze and I had to blow my nose. And what can I say? You know, well, you're a sick boy. I'm a sick. I'm a sick boy. No, 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 no. Actually, by the way, that's a good I can't name. wait to be a better boy, though. Oh, God. When I'm a better boy, that'd be nice. Oh, Nikki's got to be a better boy. Get some sleep tonight, you know. Uh, my, myself, you know, I hope I cannot be an allergetic, a- allergenic boy. Uh, but rather a hypoallergenic boy. <laughs> well, no, wait. What? Because if you were hypoallergenic, then you'd be, I suppose, void of the allergies. Right? Yeah. Well. Because hypo, if you were hyperallergenic, then you would have a lot of allergies. But hypo is... The lack. No, of, that's not true. Yes, it is. Think about it. Um, hypoglycemia versus hyperglycemia. Oh, Hypergly- is that? Okay. You know what I'm saying? But wait, then hypochondriac, what does chondriac mean? Maybe it's disease or something, or, or I, I would think that it's mental. Uh, something about that is like, a lack of. Are you sure hypo means lack of? A lack of any. You're real positive disease. Maybe about chondriac that. Chondriac is means real disease. Are you, you know? positive about that? Yeah. So then, is there a hyperchondriac, which means that they don't care at all about stuff? No, I'm thinking that means hyperchondriac means probably that they have, have a diseases. lot. They have, they have a, a lot, lot of diseases. Uh, justifiable diseases. Oh, interesting. Maybe. Anyway, anyway that that's the, the final, final word. word. I know it was a convoluted final word, but that's the final word. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. And tune in next time.